The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show seven days a week from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Thunder Rosa get into the big news of it's on, baby. That's right. It's back. The main event at WrestleMania 40, Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. We react to the big press conference that was live on Peacock last night. Also, we're joined by WWE Hall of Famer and busted open host Mark Henry and get his reaction to what we saw last night. That's right. That's right, everybody. Cody Crybaby number one on today's Busted Open Podcast. We did it, Thunder. We did it. Okay. Damn it's it. official. It's official. No. Put your fucking horses in. I saw that first F-bomb. Yes, you, yes, all you, you cry, you shout it, you demand it, you bitch, you told everybody we want Cody. Did you just call me a bitch? Did you just call me a bitch? No, I said you bitch. Oh, I don't call you bitch. You just called me a bitch. You just called me a bitch. You're you no, want to be a bitch? You're okay, no David, different. You call yourself a bitch. You're That's no different, different than story. the Twitter trolls out there that have been no, saying I, the same thing about me last week. Oh, my God. I'm already clapping already. And I had three sips of coffee. David. David, David. Yes, that you were the first person. Let, let's be honest, David. Who called you first last week when Cody Rhodes and all that? And you were so mad. And they told me, hey, you need to call your homie, bro. Probably Dave is like. Is, is completely heartbroken. What did I do? I call you because you were heartbroken. You were so heartbroken. You went out there and you told the busted open nation, hashtag we want Cody. Then you all you all did that, all the stuff. And I was like, yo, come on, bro. Like, it's not that serious. There's some real issues in the world. But no, the pro wrestling world stopped. And everybody demanded one thing. We want Cody. And what do you guys do? You went out there, you trolled WWE, you almost canceled The Rock again. Then The Rock goes and go- goes full heel on your asses, smacks bitch in the face, and then you got Cody in WrestleMania. How about that? And then you're happy now. Look at you, David. You like It's like the glow is back in your face. You actually did your hair and you took a shower after I did. a I like, week long. A week long of depression from not getting what you wanted. But you got what you wanted yesterday. You got what you wanted. The Rock had one of the best performances in the world. The best. If he was to act like that in Black Adam, Black Adam was probably going to be a blockbuster movie. But he didn't. He waited for WrestleMania. He he half-assed it. He half-assed it. Because he was waiting for the performance that he put on last night. A, A few things, Thunder. And... You're right. I mean, all you had to do is see the videos from our show on Monday. I was in my robe. My hair was a mess. 
I had the 5 o'clock shadow at 9 a.m. in the morning. Like, there was a lot going on. But I even said it, Thunder, on our show Monday morning, is I gave you a shout-out because you you did. You called me Friday night to see if I was okay. And then you followed up and called me on Saturday morning to see if I was okay. So, you know... You, you know, we're we're such good friends and I'm, I appreciate that, you know, you're looking out for me and checking in on me. But there's a few things here. First and foremost, and again, I say this all the time. This is again, this is the greatest form of entertainment out there is professional wrestling. It's so much fun. And the emotional roller coaster that us as fans have gone through. Since you and I, Thunder, signed off on the show last Friday. Think about this past week in the WWE and how crazy it's been. The social media outcry. What took place Friday on SmackDown. What took place Monday on Raw. And just the ups and downs of this last week. Triple H said it all the time, and I agree. When pro wrestling is done right, it's an art form. And this last week, and I don't want to hear about, well, you you got work. Yes, that's the fun of it. The fun of it, and this is what drives me nuts sometimes about wrestling fans. Yes, LaGreca got worked. Dave LaGreca got worked. So what? So what? That's the beauty in it. Don't you want to be? Don't you want to take the bait and be totally swerved like I was where you think they're going one way and then they go another I mean, that's the fun when you don't know what's around the bend. You don't know what's coming up. You really have no clue. And then it hits you, and then it hits you right here in the heart. And you're emotionally connected. Man, I thought last night in that press conference, Thunder, and I, and the way it started, I'm like, oh, gosh. A little cringeworthy. But then as soon as it got fired up with Roman and The Rock, Seth and Cody, man, they had me. And I actually watched it, Thunder, with our producer, Paul, because I took Paul out for his birthday, and we had dinner, and we were watching it at a bar, okay? That's right. People wanted to watch the stupid Devils game and the Rangers game, and I was like, put, do you know who I am? That's right. I'm Dave LaGreca. Put the press conference on. Put it on. And then, of course, they told me to get the hell out of there. They're putting yeah. the, the Ranger game on. They're putting the Devil game on. So go sit in the chair in the corner. And me and Paul actually watched it on our phone. But Paul will tell you, I was like a kid again. I was pounding the table. I was jumping up and down. I was so excited. That's what wrestling is supposed to do with you. On Sunday, Thunder, people are going to be jumping out off their couch, jumping off their chair while they're watching the Super Bowl, and they're going to be cheering their favorite teams. To me, pro wrestling is no different than that. That's what pro wrestling is to me, and I'm a Cody fan, and it seems, Thunder, as of right now, as of this moment, and I'm saying as of this moment because we still have two months before we get to Philadelphia and WrestleMania 40, at this moment right now, Thunder, the main event for WrestleMania is Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Well, it is. And you know what, David? It's just like, to me, as, as, as a wrestler, 
and also as a, a, a fan of professional wrestling. It was incredible. People Before all this happened, people were, the, like, the people wanted it, and we had a, a couple shows, and we were talking about this. They wanted The Rock. Then you give them The Rock, and then this is this all, all this turnaround of things happened, and the world in professional wrestling stopped for a whole week. Yep. And everybody was arguing about it. It's just like, it is interesting to me when people ask for something and they get it, but that's not what exactly what they wanted. Now they're changing their mind. And it seemed like WWE had to like backtrack and do magic. Oh, let's let's throw a, uh, a press conference. Let's throw a, a big press conference uh, kickoff show before WrestleMania, which is the first thing that they've done that I'm assuming I was in, reading in, in right an arena now. full of people. I've never seen that before. Yeah. Ever. In, in any forum that they yes. had like an arena full of people. For a press conference with the with so the see see the power. This is what I'm saying. When you, as a person, have something that really drives you, and you get together with a bunch of people that feel the same way, sometimes you can make change. And I'm I'm not only talking about booking a wrestling show. Just remember what you guys just did this week. I think maybe maybe again maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this was like you were saying it was it was meant to be like this all along. You guys, you guys asked for it. You guys cry for it. And this is what you wanted. I haven't seen this in, in, in a while and where the booking of such as such a magnet, magnet, uh, magnitude, magnet, magnitude is changed because people outcried and people just pour into social media to say, we don't want this. We want this. And they made it happen. It was that was kind of weird. Not, not, not me, not lie about it. Some people got bitched out in that. To me, and even CM Punk was like the whole entire time at the end of the, of the kickoff was saying, "I'll be throwing, I'll be throwing punches if people were talking to me like that. I'll slap you back when you slap me back. I'll slap you back. I will never let anybody touch me like that. Let them fight. Let them fight." We yeah yeah. For me, it was kind of like the way that certain things happen, and we're gonna get into it later. Was when I was watching, I was like. And stop punking people like that. Like Seth Rollins got punked the whole entire time. That pissed me off. Just it pissed me off. And he took it like a man. It almost felt like, and I was, I actually rewatched it. I watched it with Paul, and then I actually rewatched it with Violetta last night. And even Violetta saying, why is he there? He just seems so out of place. And I understand that they needed him there because. Cody was going to make his decision. So I guess they wanted to have people think that he might be going after the world heavyweight championship, but man, did he look like, you know, a trying to, you know, trying to shove a, a circle through a, you know, a square hole. Like it just felt like he was completely out of place in that press conference last night. Oh, and he was, you know, and um, when I was watching this yesterday, I straight up, it brought me back. To my childhood times and where I used to get out of school. Just listen to this. Little Thunder Rosa used to get out of elementary school, walk to her house, get up Fidel soup, and she'll start eating it and watching her soap operas. That's how I feel yesterday. That was the level of dramaticism that existed as I was watching this unfold. Can People I ask you a question? Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Did you used yeah. to call your did you used to call me your stories? Is that because I know my mom and my grandmother would call uh, the soap operas their stories. I got to go no, home no, and no. watch my stories. No, I used to be like, I'm going to go and watch the novelas. And that 
And then the funny thing is, if you know the <laughs> if you know the cover song before the song, you know you can't fast forward. Back then we didn't have fast forward, so you have to listen to the song, and you'll be singing to the song, and then the scene comes out, and it's something super dramatic. So that's exactly what I watched yesterday. Straight up Mexican novela action, and when people are calling bitches to each other, there's two families fighting, David. Yep. Two families, one royal family, the bloodline, and then you have the roads. And then one is better than the other. No, it's not. Shut up. And everybody's getting, you know, mad. And then the next chapter, what's going to happen in the next chapter? Then The Rock is being all bitchy to like, to, to Triple H and tells him that he needs to get his shit together because they insulted his family. Oh, my God. The premise of the best novellas I ever seen in my life. So if you don't, if you don't like novellas, don't tell me you don't like novellas. You are watching a novella every single week three times four times fifth to five times a week well We're this is storytelling this is storytelling yeah. thunder you're 100 right there's layers to it and it's not done because you just mentioned the end afterwards where and there's a lot to unpack here and we're going to kind of go through the whole not only just the press conference but the whole day because i actually put out an emergency podcast yes you did yesterday which I thought was a genius idea by me. Pat myself on the back. Oh my god! But, well, that's but, why, that's why you that's why we're number one podcast in the United States. So Let's remind people that. So I had to go and and because I was emotional after seeing what The Rock said on Pat McAfee's show yesterday afternoon, and I and it's Aww. available now. It's available <laughs> now because he it almost and this is what. This is why The Rock is great in any character and any person that wants to get you emotionally connected in the story. When I heard The Rock on Pat McAfee's show and he talked about grown men and the Cody crybabies, I took that personal. It was almost like The Rock was talking to me. When I oh, heard come on, his David. word. No, I, I know he wasn't. I know he wasn't Thunder. But when somebody is so good like The Rock is, and they are talking, they make it seem like they're talking directly to you. And when I heard him on Pat McAfee, when he was insulting the Cody fans, I felt like he was talking to me personally. Go ahead, Thunder. David, when he said the line and where the woman said, hey, baby, you want to have sex? No, honey, wait, because I want to wait until Cody finishes his story. I'm not going to lie. I thought of you, David. Yeah, well. Yeah. Go go listen to my emergency podcast that's on available on the Busted Open podcast because I spit out truths when it comes to that thunder. So you may want to listen to that as well. Okay? But I actually feel, and, and there's going to be a lot of speculation because you just said it. Did they change the course over the last week because the WWE were not prepared for the backlash that they got when The Rock came out there last Friday night on SmackDown. Were they expecting the WWE Universe to take him back with open arms? And when they didn't, did they change the course? And listen, there's nothing... By the way, Thunder, there's nothing wrong with doing that. If you feel like it's going... Go ahead. Is the way they set it up. They set it up purposely to make Cody look like a bitch. And that's why everybody was pissed because I think if it would have been set up completely different, people would have been like, okay, respect. I mean, that's WWE. They would have talked shit about WWE, but they didn't like that on purpose. And it's the same thing that they did on this conference. They look, they make look set like, like a punk 
They've been insulting him this whole entire time. Um, and then they smack Cody again without the opportunity for Cody to retaliate. Why? Because we have to continue the story. I just hope, I really do hope, that there is a good payoff for both of them. As, as a performer, when you have to do certain things to make other people look good that will make your character kind of diminish, it's rough. Because you like suffer from a lot of criticism from the from the from the fans. And yes, I know he's not probably not gonna be reading or anything, but it's still it's just like, man, you gotta you gotta deal with all this. And and I mean, again, if this is the reaction that WWE wanted, they got it. They got it. They stopped. Like people stopped their their trails, people stopped talking about certain things that you know that were really important to talk about because they want to talk about what happened and how it was set up. You were extremely furious. I have never seen you this upset, David, in a long, long time, which, of course, makes great radio. However, personally, you were hurt as a fan, as a child fan from that you are and you continue to be, which is really cool. You were really hurt. I went and talked to a couple of my friends, too. They were pissed. They were furious about this situation. So I can only imagine. If you're trying to get buys, you are going to get buys. People are going to tune in into this because they're very inv emotionally invested in this story. And, and, and Thunder, I think in a lot of ways is that if you look at the last 10, 15 years in the WWE, us as fans have gotten burned. And there's a lot of different situations where you know what? They had a story that was brewing and building. And then as they got closer to WrestleMania, they changed the course to bring in a returning legend, whether it's The Rock, whether it's Goldberg. Like there's, there's you know, a Brock Lesnar where they have brought back a returning legend right in the 11th hour when they were building a story. The perf and, and I feel like, you know, us as WWE fans have felt that before. And they're like, are they doing that to us again? Because over the last two years with Triple H in charge of creative, everything's been great. Everything's been fine. And they haven't done those. They've dotted their I's and they've crossed their T's creatively. But I felt like when The Rock came back, everybody kind of gotten went back to thinking, oh my God, are they going to do this again? Perfect example would be leading up to WrestleMania 33 in Orlando. The big story for the championship was the festival of friendship with Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. And it was great storytelling. And that was the story as we got closer and closer to WrestleMania. But what happened just a couple of months before WrestleMania, they bring back Goldberg and they have Goldberg win the championship. And then what I thought was the main event story between Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho was the second match on the card at WrestleMania 33. Then you also think about the last time I really think that they've changed the course because of the fans' feelings was Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30, yeah. where they really expected that the WWE Universe was just going to accept a returning Batista, and then, oh, we're going to completely forget about Daniel Bryan, or all the times that the WWE when they tried to force feed a baby face Roman Reigns. I think now they have said it. And maybe, again, we're going to take a lot of phone calls, I know, today. 
and I'm interested to hear from the nation what they thought of last night, and do they think they did change the course over the last seven days because of people's reaction after SmackDown last Friday? And if they did, Thunder, that's awesome. That's what you want. Follow the tide. Follow how the fans are feeling and how emotionally they are connected with the people on their TV. Though, Thunder, go ahead. Go ahead. David, it's been a two year in the making. Like, of course, people wanted this stuff. They fucking, I'm sorry, another F bomb. And I'm not even dropping, I'm not dropping the F bombs today. You are. Last year, dude, he he came in hot and whatever. Boom, boom. He does that shit and that's it. Winning two times the Royal Rumble and then coming in and not getting anything. Like, come on, man. Like, the fans are not stupid. The fans follow. The fans are investing. Okay, the Tony Rhodes was number one in merchandise sales. That tells you not only people were complaining on social media. People were buying their merchandise to be like, he is our guy. He is the guy. He's the baby face. He should be the face of WWE. Look at it. We're doing it with numbers. People showed up with numbers. And I'm not only talking about ratings. I'm talking about money invested in the stuff. If the fans always gather together, like I said, and and do this, you guys can probably swerve things really, really well by showing up with numbers. It comes in an army. That's why I call my, my people the Thunder Army. We show in a group yeah. in an army. And that's what happened this week. You guys were so passionate about what you really believe. And WWE did it very good. They did a great job of doing this. That, Like I said, I'm going to mention it again. Everything in professional wrestling, especially in these realms, stopped. Nothing else was talked about that we want Cody, the Rock Sox, his daughter, Got all kinds of death threats after yeah, all the situation. That's like, disgusting. That, that's disgusting. That was, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Like and people I, get to like one level to the other, and everything stopped. And the only conversation was this. And if you didn't agree, all the the, the right people and the left people. That's what they did. They attacked each other. Yeah, and and it, it, it and the one thing I will say because obviously, and I don't want to judge everyone because I do think it's a small minority of people that take it way too far. If you're if you're wishing sickness and death on somebody, then you have a problem like that's just that's just taking it way too far. And I'll never condone that type of behavior. But I do think that that's like a small minority. But I feel for The Rock's daughter, Ava, because nobody should have to to to, to withstand that because of a of a pro wrestling storyline. And honestly, Thunder and I'm not trying to throw out the victim card here because I'm not because people have been just in, insane over the last couple of days. I was dealing with it just for being a Cody fan. The things, the vile things that people were saying to me, Thunder, I've never used the block button so much than I did over the last few days. And people getting things wrong and reporting. I'm doing a rally and all this stuff. Like after I made a joke about it, like because people are people just want to have a story and people just want to supply clickbait for people that they don't even do their due diligence as quote unquote journalists. But I don't even want to make it about that because I do feel like that's the vile, disgusting, small minority of people that would do that. But I think, yeah, but what? But I think but people like, do buy in that it's a pro wrestling storyline. No, they did buy in, and that's what I'm saying. There is really strong reactions to this. It's not only like like the, the, uh, what are we talking about? The hashtag I I don't like the Rock. I love Cody. Yeah. It's like you're 
People are reacting to the extreme. Like, this is real to them. This is freaking real to them. And And again, for 2024, to have this kind of reaction and be able to swear what the company wants you to talk about, they did it. Yes. They freaking did it. And we can't deny that. And Thunder, I'll go as far as to say, I don't think they changed the course over the last week. I feel like this is the course that they knew they were going to take from day one. Because, and, and you're right, the way Cody looked at the end of SmackDown on Friday was like, oh my God, I wanted to pull my hair out. But he did say something on SmackDown Friday night that I was thinking about all morning as, as I was preparing for the show. And that is, he said... He said he wanted that undisputed WWE Universal Championship, but he said he doesn't want just the title. He wants it all. That line has stuck with me because what did he mean by I want it all? I feel like it's going to be about this bloodline and it's going to be about the family and the royal family. The Rock said it in the press conference last night. So I feel like, and we're going to speculate because I don't think what we saw last night in that graphic Cody and Roman, that may change. We may see. Oh a my swerve. god! We may see additions too. I actually feel that this was the course that they knew they were going to take, and I feel like we may have a Daniel Bryan situation. What did Daniel Bryan have to do? He had to prove himself before he was in that championship match. I believe that The Rock, because he is a part of the board of directors, he's not just a wrestler anymore. He's a boss. And I feel like he's going to put obstacles in Cody's way before we get to that main event match at WrestleMania 40. And I'm in it. I'm, I'm all in for it, Thunder. I can every single Monday Night Raw and every single SmackDown before we get to Philadelphia is going to be must watch. You're, you, you are not going to be able to miss a Monday Night Raw or a SmackDown. You're going to have to watch every single episode before we get to WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. And I'm going to have to send you some heart pills because I, I can't, I can't deal with, with, with thinking that you might get a heart attack if you don't get what you want. If don't, you don't, don't, don't th- get what you want. And you know what? It's emotional connection. This is the beauty of pro wrestling. Thunder, I always say it. Why is it okay? For me or people to be like a Cowboy fan or a Yankee fan or, you know, a Devils fan or a Vancouver Canucks fan or, you know, whatever, a a Hoboken Zephyrs fan. Why is it okay for you to be a diehard fan of a team? You don't get paid by that team. You're a fan. It's the same. Why can't I have a favorite pro wrestler that I root just like people love you, Thunder? Nothing. Well, that's what that's what I was gonna say. I have some hardcore fans that go to like yeah, they're right, right or die with me. Legit. This fools. A shout out to all my patrons and shout out to all of those who have been with me for years. That they check on you, they make sure that you're okay. When something messed up happens, they they text you, call you, whatever, or they try on Facebook. But they're there, and I'm not. I'm not knocking on anyone. I am not knocking on anyone. I'm just saying for. The emotional connection that people are feeling at this moment is the emotional connection I felt when I was a younger because I didn't watch wrestling. Remember this. When I was emotionally connected to Rosalina or, or, or uh, Mariela del Barrio, when she was oh, getting... Rose, 
Rosalina was pushed hot, pushed by away by the rich girl that had a nice family and did not want her to be on the spot that she deserved. And that's what's happening to Cody. That the way that the Rock talk about the Rhodes family, it pissed me off. You know, he is a, a middle class. Dusty Rhodes was a middle class, you know, son of a plumber yeah, yeah. kind of guy, kind of my people. Working Plumbers class make a people. lot of money, by the way. Oh, never they got they that. do. Oh, wait, that, wait, 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 real quick. My dad used to stop every time like Dusty would cut a pro, but he's like son of a plumber. And my dad would always say, you know, plumbers make a lot of money. So I don't know what he's <laughs> bitching about, but go ahead. <laughs> no, but he's like, I have a connection with Dustin and Cody because yep. I work with them. So when you talk to them, uh, you talk about their family like that, it pisses me off. It really does because I, I connect with them. I come from a poor family, very hardworking, and we made our name because we work really hard, and that's our legacy. Just like you guys' legacy with the bloodline. You don't disrespect my family like that. Once you start talking about my family, and this is something that they also mentioned, once you start talking about people's family, it's on. This is beco- this becomes personal. More than winning championships, more than winning anything, it's your heritage, it's your legacy. There's two legacies here of multi-generational uh, from the bloodline and with Dustin Rhodes, who he helped build NXT. He helped build the future stars that have worked yep. in so many different companies. So you don't talk shit about Dusty Rhodes, period. The Busted Open Podcast is now available on YouTube. This is Dave LaGreca, host of Busted Open, the number one pro wrestling show on the planet. You can now watch and listen to the award-winning Busted Open Podcast every single day on YouTube. Our best interviews, behind-the-scenes access, and some of our best content from the past, all available right now when you go to YouTube.com slash at Busted Open Podcast. Subscribe right now. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Our very good friend, the one and only Mark Henry. Mark, good morning to you, buddy. Good morning, guys. I'm sitting here in my apartment in New York, and I I had to listen to the show because I knew that, Dave, you would be able to feel a lot of vindication and validation of what you talked about uh when we got the announcement last week. Um, I want to go on record right now saying, yes, The Rock was talking to you. <laughs> he was talking to you. And and I, I'm, I'm the tallest trees get the most wind. You led the charge. The people took the charge. But you led it. And when regimes fall, they don't talk about soldier number one, two, and three. They talk about the general. They talk about the colonel that gave the order. You gave the order. So, yes, you were being talked about. 
crybaby ass Dave LeGrecker. <laughs> and, and, and you know what, Mark? And, and and Mark, I'm I'm fine with it. Like I actually went right to Twitter after The Rock made that statement, and I said, "Yep, I'm 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 a I'm a Co- I'm a Cody crybaby, and I'm proud of it. I own it. I lean into it. I'm completely fine with it. And it's just like when people on social media or whoever call me a Mark. I am. I'm I'm a Mark with a national radio show. Like I and I use my voice every single day." So you number call one, me, yeah, you you want to call number me a mark? One. Go right ahead, call me a mark. I I wear it on my sleeve. I'm proud of it. Now, really quick, Mark, um, and I can't wait for this because I want to get more into this discussion and what you said. First of all, thank you for saying that. That means a lot to me because coming from you, Mark, to say that about my fandom, I truly appreciate it. Uh, but I do want to give a little shit. Go ahead, Thunder. Go ahead. I was just gonna say this sounds like a. The triple when Triple H and and the Rock were talking, he he was talking about the egos. Just David, just make sure your ego doesn't like get like this big. I I no 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 wait Mark <laughs> no 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 your your ego and your faith and your belief in yourself is paramount in any industry, especially pro wrestling. Own that shit. That is you. And that's what makes people special is the fact that they believed in themselves so blindly and that they're willing to risk their life for it. I know I sound like the Matrix, but that was the <laughs> exactly do. where I got yes, it from. Yes, you do. I, and that's I will, exactly where I got it from. And I will say this, and I think I speak for everybody. What is the most appealing aspect of a person? What is the most, like, the biggest turn on, so to speak? Is confidence. Personality. And co- yeah, it just confidence Charisma. of like, yeah, it's just like, it's, that is what you want. You want, you want to shine in those ways. And like, listen, I'll be the first to admit when God made me, I got a lot of shortcomings. Okay. <laughs> there, you know, there, you know, if you're going to go to one to 10, like Don't in the video game, you know, Hey, listen, like a, like a portobello mushroom. I don't care. You could, you could. You could go one to ten. You could go one to ten. And you know what? I'm not ten in many places. But I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses. And it's already and it's got me that far. I'm completely Terrified. fine with it. My you, you know, you know how my my mind works. You just are portable and not true. No, I'm trying to Let's move on. Let's Let move me test Violetta right now. Violetta, <laughs> is it true that he's a portable mushroom? Yep. I'm traumatized. A lot of girth. I I will I I will say I will Them say them heart pills, brother. Them heart I need mean, heart heart pills. I'm about to say to you, brother. Uh, I am so excited for the next two months, Thunder and Mark. I am excited from what I saw last night in that press conference. I'm excited where this story is going. I'm excited to see this character in The Rock. This is unlike the rock that we've seen at any time in recent memory. You know, Mark, you, I mean, I said it right at the start of the show. Pro wrestling is an art. And I really felt that was in full display during that press conference, especially the end of that press conference last night, Mark. It is art. And, you know, everybody was, <clears throat> including Jacob, who, there's nobody on earth, Dave, including you, that loves Cody more than, than Jacob. Um, 
Jacob has Cody's original mask. The mask, when he hurt his face, cracked his yep. orbit bone, Cody gave that to him wow. when he was a little boy. Uh, Jacob has it in a glass case uh, in our game room. And he talks about Cody like an older brother. And the way that he broke it down to me made me dial back. I stepped back. He said, no, no, no. He said, Cody needs this. Cody needs to be trivialized. Cody needs to be made look like a punk. He, he, but at the end of the day, when Cody beats The Rock and when Cody beats Roman Reigns, he is going to reach in wrestling when they say God mode. Like, we, we don't get those type of guys very often in wrestling. Mm -mm. That, you know, Triple H was one of those guys that can, any night of the week, all year long, they could get the job done. Bret Hart was one of those guys. Any night of the week against anybody all year long, he can get the job done. Cody is one of those type of guys. He's got great endurance. He hardly ever gets hurt. And he looks the part as well as is the part. But we talked about this, Dave, when Cody lost last year. He needed seasoning. He needed to go through the ups and downs. This is this is this is the the, the down was last week. And now it's a up again. And we got a little over a month, um, maybe a month and a half, to get everything solidified. And I promise you, that story is going to get told. I was so, did you hear the show last Saturday? Yes. I was a broken man. <laughs> I had lost faith. I had lost hope. And I just said, you know what? Screw this. And I wanted to not watch wrestling for a little while just oh to get God. my mind right. I, I, no, oh I felt God. the same way. I felt the same. It was, I watched uh, NXT Vengeance Day on Sunday. And I got to tell you, it was difficult for me to watch that show because after what I saw on Friday night, I, I was dejected. I understand exactly where Mark is coming from, Thunder. No, and you know what? too david it's like it this has happened so many times in professional wrestling and where somebody's super hot and then somebody that doesn't even deserve or needs to be there takes the shine away from the person like it has happened so many times that's why you were heartbroken so many times especially for wrestlemania stuff it's just like an unusual thing that happened and now that things are changing you're like all right okay now you make me really believe again because it, it we have been heartbroken so many times that you don't sometimes you don't know if you should believe it, if you should buy it. And, and and it hurts to watch it. And I can tell you as a performer, sometimes I'm just like, yeah, this shit sucks. Because it happens. It, it happens in real life. It yep. comes like it comes home way too much. Where you work your fucking ass off all the time, showing up, doing what you're supposed to do, and then oh, somebody else with more shine. 
probably more popular who has more stroke and clout comes in and you're like, get out of here. It's my turn. Yeah. Hey. Hell? Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open every day of the week at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.